know, I was talking with Justin, who was on the podcast a long time ago. Like, we're talking maybe in the 50s, like the first year of the podcast, maybe the second year of the podcast. And he and I, between football and then track for me and baseball for him and then football again, and we've basically been coaching. At a certain point, we, we recently got a little bit of a break this winter, but we basically were coaching for seven plus months in a row with the pandemic. And it was really amazing that, and granted, we have the benefit of being outdoor sports. There was no indoor track last year, so it was only, only outdoor. But we never had an outbreak. We ourselves never came up positive for COVID. And we never got shut down, aside from that first summer before we really got started. But it's really kind of amazing. And I bring it up because we've had some, some recent activity in the school where kids did come up positive or exposed. And I think about half of our school is on or is quarantining. And then the other half just isn't coming because it's December. So it is what it is. But hey, welcome back to Classroom Brew. Hopefully you are also, if you're teaching in person, staying safe and also coming up negative. We'll see, of course. You may hear it in my voice at certain points in the episode. I, I was just standing up, obviously. So I'm nice and clear. But I may be negative for COVID right now, but you know we're getting tested like every day leading up to Christmas and all that stuff. But I do have a bit of a cold. And the nice thing is I know it's not COVID because I can still smell my dog Marty's farts. I don't know if I'm thankful or not. It's a weird position to be in. So uh, cheers. For this one, I've got a rum and Coke. So some Bacardi and some Coca-Cola. And I don't know what that says about me. But it's, uh, there's like videos out there. Like if I were to Google it, like what does it say about you? While I'm looking that up though, uh, let's see what your drink says about you. This is by the way my go-to. I know usually I'll do some, some mango and rum, but they don't usually have mango at a bar. So it's usually rum and co- It's a very common drink. Uh, but what your drink says about you. Uh, some fun updates while we're getting this ready to go. The podcast, we are producing our first ever well, we've had merch before. We've had like the coasters and the koozies and all that stuff, but now we also have the t-shirts. So if you want to join us at patreon.com slash classroom brew, you can get a classroom brew podcast. Uh, what is it called? A <laughs> shot glass, a coaster, a koozie, and now t-shirts. And I believe we got them in sizes medium through double X. Let's see. This is, of course, it's BuzzFeed. Well, your favorite drink, I feel like this should just be a quiz. This margarita, vodka martini, IPA, Long Island iced tea, tequila shot, Fernet, fruity frozen drinks, scotch and water, Mai Tai. It's not on here, really? An old-fashioned, that's like classy. Let's see, old-fashioned drinkers rarely know jack shit about the cocktails, but it's a cheap way to pretend you do. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Got him. Uh, Cosmo, Jack and Coke, very close. You'll be fighting someone in a few hours. <laughs> Yeah, like a bar fight there. Uh, frozen Marg, Whiskey Sour. This is BuzzFeed if you want to look it up. They don't have rum and coke. Interesting. I don't know. I'm sure it's something not great that's not very flattering. They never really are. By the way, thank you to those that pointed out I was referring to a Kenny Rogers song, not Willie Nelson. So sorry about that last week, doing the song about you got to know when ho don't. But I was talking about substitute teachers not following the plan because he was singing Britney Spears. Uh, that was fun to poke a little fun at Texas, right? I don't know. It is what it is. But thank you for that. Yes, Kenny Rogers' song, The Gambler, not Willie Nelson. My bad. I'm not a country person, but you get the point. You got the gist. The gist was me being silly. 
So we got that in. Uh, teacher appreciation stuff, it get it gets way worse. I saw on TikTok, somebody sent this to me. It was like, this is not what I expected when they said, well, we're going to get hot cocoa for the teachers. And it was just like the Swiss Miss packet, not even opened, not even like a mug with it. Um, we had something similar when Cairo One came by our school or I'm not, they're, whatever, they're not going to sponsor me unless you want to. If you don't want to be put on blast, sponsor me. But Cairo One came to the school and I was thinking it would be like a, and we talked about this before, I know it's not a new story, but they, I thought it would be like the, the sales pitch and then like a chair massage and then you're on your way and then maybe you do the $20 thing where they try to sell you on more stuff and you waste about an hour and a half of your time with a chiropractor. But it wasn't even that. It said uh, chair massage on it, but it was just the sales pitch and an eighth of a Jimmy John's sandwich. So that was interesting. But they, they did, however, do an actual, they got in like real massage people. Like one person did your feet and then the other person was on the other table with somebody else doing like their upper back and lower back and all that stuff. It was nice. It was a big step up. So I can't completely shit on it. But uh, but yeah, the teacher appreciation, it, it's for sure few and far between and it kind of depends, hit or miss. Um, yeah. But one of the most, here's the biggest way that I felt appreciated was that my AP students, on Thursday, when I actually, unfortunately, had to give them an AP exam because, you know, we've still got to do stuff. It's still a college-level course. doesn't matter if we only have a couple of days left until winter break. Uh, came to me that afternoon and said, hey, Mr. F., we just wanted to let you know, like, we know that you like to get us some stuff sometimes in the morning because I get him, like, donuts or candy, whatever it is. Something to wake him up and motivate him to be there in first period, even though they never show up until about 9 a.m. And by the way, the class ends at 8.50. But they said, we just want to be honest with you. Like, you don't have to worry about anything. Like, don't, you know, no donuts or anything like that. We're not going to be here tomorrow. <laughs> Referring to the day before winter break. And I was like, you know what, guys, I, I appreciate it. It saved me 25 bucks or whatever it is for a dozen donuts nowadays. That said, one of the students was not in on the we're not coming thing because they were there. And I was like, what do you want to watch? <laughs> like, we're not going to be able to do anything the day before break kind of rude to like have something there we're all just kind of here you know what i mean and uh we wound up watching an episode of vampire diaries so that's what we went with nothing holiday themed wasn't like the christmas episode of it just whatever episode she left on she left off on for vampire diaries that's what we watched and you know what she earned it it was eight in the morning it was only her i think there were maybe 13 kids in the building all day so you know what whatever episode you want to binge watch in this 50 minute block hopefully we finish it it's not an HBO show. So I, we actually did start and finish. I think it's like a 42-minute episode. There's no commercials or whatever. So my Netflix algorithm got really fucked up after that because not my cup of tea. Now my suggestions are all teenage soap drama stuff. So, cheers. <laughs> hey, you want to know what the worst pep rally is? A pep rally that's pretending to be a pep rally, but really, it's just roll call. You heard me right. Roll call, as in we're going to name off the people that are on these teams, and that's about it. And also, it's not going to be organized, and the microphone's going to be quieter than me on my quietest day, and no one's going to be there, and eventually they're just going to run out of the gym, and some people are going to suddenly start throwing basketballs, and the music itself, some people have a problem with it, and then other people, it's too loud for them, and there's microphone feedback. And again, it's not really a pep rally. I don't know about you. I had zero pep and zero rally because it just felt like they just wanted to list the people's names. Also, I had no idea it started. Also, it did start, but then it didn't really start until like 30 minutes later. I gave about 15 minutes of my time 
thinking, oh, I'll be late to this. But in fact, they hadn't really got, they did like a soft start to it. And then 30 minutes later, they finally got started with it. And what I mean by it is not a pep rally because it wasn't a pep rally. There was no pep or rally. It was just roll call. So I don't know. School-wide stuff is not, not a strong suit, apparently, at my school. There seemed to be no organization. And I guess maybe the status quo, I mean, that it has been the status quo, let's be honest, not the first time I've shit on a pep rally or a quote-unquote pep rally or a town hall. Um, maybe it's time to get somebody else to organize that shit. But that's just me personally. I don't know. Which, by the way, that, that was on a Monday. That was on the Monday before winter break. So one of the two, maybe three days that we got to actually get something out of the kids, pep rally. <laughs> At the end of the day, when they leave anyway. But they cut classes short by five minutes to save this hour and a half block at the end of the day. And then when the hour and a half block finally came and went, then they were like, well, wait, we got to get this pep rally. We're like, no, they never, they didn't use the time wisely, essentially. So that was lovely. But again, it wasn't my show. I saw someone posted on teacher goals and someone in the union page on Facebook posted this too. I wish school made the last day before winter break a reading day. Everyone shows up in pajamas with a book and we read or nap all day, hot drinks and snacks included. Now, my kids aren't going to read anything. They're just not going to show. And you know what? I don't blame. At a certain point, when kids were showing up at, you know, sixth period, seventh period, I was like, why? Go home. Nobody else is here. I'm just kidding. This is coming off really bad. Like, obviously, I know that some kids don't just come to school for the sake of attendance. There's other things that they have going on in their lives. But it was interesting. But yeah, I think, you know, that'd be nice if there were snacks and stuff. I think they could have done something a little bit more for the kids that were actually there. I let them watch whatever the fuck they wanted, like Vampire Diaries and Lucifer or whatever the fuck they're into. Kind of a similar theme there, I guess. But a reading day, I guess, I mean, that's cool. I feel like there's an unspoken thing. Even when I was in high school, except for a couple of teachers, where it's like, we're not going to do shit the last day before winter break. We're all checked out. We're all tired. It's been an especially hard year. So, I don't know. I did, by the way, too. Someone, someone asked a little more clarification on the job shadow. Um, I had a student that job shadowed me on like the Wednesday before we went on break, which was arguably the last day before break. And what I mean by that is the last real day where we got anything done, anything remotely close to schoolwork done. And she showed up like 20 minutes late to first period, which she kind of was like, I'm not going to be here first period. So she got there earlier than I expected. So she saw like my AP class, my sophomore classes, my Embark class. She saw all that stuff and the planning periods and the meetings and things like that. I have not, however, uh, seen her since then. <laughs> Was not there Thursday and obviously not Friday. So I haven't had a chance to kind of debrief and say like, hey, uh, what'd you think? So I don't know how it went. I thought it went well because she saw a variety of different stuff. Uh, still got a lunch, of course. Uh, we did have to set up a time to meet with all of her teachers, though, to get the work. It wasn't just like she was excused for the day there was a whole process with it. But I, I don't know. I will try to remember that to bring it up at a later episode, in a later episode in 2022 after we started to get her thoughts on that. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I've never had someone at the school that I work at have an interest in teaching. I did not pull the classic joke of, are you sure? But that said, if I, you know, maybe at a certain point when she's a senior, she's only a sophomore. I don't want to discourage that, but I want to be like, hey, just to make sure that you're fully aware. Usually the first couple of years is kind of rough. Also, it's been kind of 
dull here in a good way, dull behaviorally. I'm sure that you've seen what some of the kids do in CPS, but just a heads up. So, you know, I don't know if you know this, but there's a lot of teacher hate out there. You should go to bit.ly slash teacher hate. Check out the video that we did on that, but I don't know. I did like when she mentioned, though, that I shouldn't have to plan things around the expectation that kids aren't going to be there. I think her exact words were, that's a them problem. So yeah, that honestly helped because then I did something on that Wednesday and Thursday before break, which sounds like a dick move because I know winter break's about to be here. But if I didn't do that, I feel like I'm justifying it to my students as if you guys are my students. Maybe you are, I don't know. But if I didn't do that, 2022, which the semester ends a week earlier than you know we're used to because we moved the school year up a week, but also we're taking double the amount of time to do everything from the first two units. It, long story short, it would make 2022 a living hell in the month of January. So just doing something for literally one and a half to two days, maybe it was two and a half days, it makes my 2022 and the kids' 2022 a lot easier for their service learning project, which is a graduation requirement. So um, I've kind of talked about this a little bit, but I guess in 2021, I'm just surprised by the absolute sloppiness by support staff and admin. I'm not belittling the struggles that they may be going through, but there are so many things in my building that, and this is, by the way, common, apparently, as I talk to more people at PDs or just in passing, or if people interact with the show on Instagram at Classroom Brew on social media or classroombrew at gmail.com. And I truly reach out. If any of this resonates with you, I'm curious to know what you think. But we've had this issue where things like we, did, we haven't had in-school suspension or lunch detentions for the first two to three months of the school year. Like we started in, what, September? It's now December. And we, early, early, no, sorry. Uh, first, last week of August. So August all the way up through the end of the year. Basically the last three and a half months, because, you know, not every day or not every week is a full week. The three and a half months of a school year, and there haven't been any school-wide consequences in place. So, and stuff related to hiring. So no one to do in-school suspension, no one to do lunch detentions, unless the teacher does it themselves. And little things like the little hall pass things, like, hey, make sure you get a, a student needs to get a, a tardy pass if they're late, but then the machines just don't work, and we're just supposed to be like, okay, whatever, I guess. And they're like, well, why didn't you have them get it? And you're like, well, they didn't work. And it's like, okay, we'll force them to, it's like, okay. All these little sloppy things and problems where it's like, even adults are sending kids to other classrooms early. Like ROTC is sending my third period kids to me when I still have 15 minutes left in my prep. Don't do that. I know you're military. I know you got some firepower behind you literally, but don't take up 15 minutes of my prep just because you want to get rid of your kids. Also, it's like the good, the greatest group of kids ever. So suck it the fuck up, sergeant. Or whatever rank he is, I don't fucking know. But it just, I don't know. Just absolutely. Does it sound like I'm leading a teacher insurrection? Is that what it sounds like? Am I? Am I suddenly leading one I didn't realize it? Is this going to somehow come up? Am I going to be, you know, called to like HUAC, the House of Un-American Activities Committee? Is that still around? I don't know. But am I going to be like summoned for this? Like, am I leading one and all the teachers are going to be on the front lines? Like a bunch of like used Corollas. (laughs) Used Corollas, Camrys, and Honda Accords. And that one that's biking. And then, of course, the one teacher that's got to ride the bus to work every day next to a few kids as well. Could like have like the substitute, the, the subs, substitute teachers, they could be like the drummers that 
you know, because they used to do that in like Civil War thing. They'll be like off in the distance, like marching. <laughs> They'll be like marching to the beat of their own drum. Like, oh, we're not going to listen to these fucking sub plans that this teacher worked really hard on to, you know, bust their ass for. I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I want to do, <laughs> which is nothing at all. Like we're fighting on the front lines here, you know, marching in with our used Corollas and shit. And they're just like in the staff lounge, like eating the food that we brought for the potluck or whatever that they didn't contribute to, but they're just eating it and we're fighting the battles in the trenches. <laughs> Is it getting too real? If you're a sub, I apologize, but this is my experience. So if you want to, you know, if you want to battle me on this, no pun intended, uh, come on and join the podcast. Be on the podcast sometime. Hey, let's transition right away into this week's Comment Hero of the Week. Welcome to the Comment Hero of the Week. When someone's being an ass in the comment section, but they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. What's going on is you failed fucking social studies. Or when you see someone call that person out, they are our comment hero of the week. Yeah! Even though some heroes do call out those idiots, remember, don't call out a comment hero in the comment section. You can't fix them, and you can't fix stupid. Wow, my body hurts. Just body aches from being sore. But hey, uh, our comment hero, there has been some stirring, and I've mentioned this in the past, in the past, probably once or twice, maybe on the podcast. I don't know. Everything's a fever dream. I already had a teaching dream. It was horrible. I'm on break. It didn't make any sense. But uh, this is from the Chicago Sun-Times, basically pointing out that it's unlikely, even with the rise of COVID cases in the city of Chicago and just around the world, uh, it's unlikely that the school district, Chicago Public Schools, CBS, will go remote or shut down at all. And uh, our comment hero is Ebony Tucker, or Ebony, Ebony Tucker, I don't know, uh, saying CPS will go full remote because the CTU, stands for Chicago Teachers Union, doesn't want to go to work. It's pajamas or nothing for those sloths. And then goes on to state that they've worked in CPS and it's not actually a hellhole. Sounds like a bunch of propaganda. I don't know. For context, this person is from Chicago, no longer lives there. That's a big factor and has also posted something to the effect of blaming Walmart workers for making them do self-checkout. So, literally saying something like this, you can either trust me to do self-checkout or you can put your cashiers back in, the pla- back in place like it used to be. I'm not interested in proving that I did your job for you anymore. First off, you're not, but you don't have to deal with the people. You're just doing a self-checkout. I prefer self-checkout, but consider, this sounds like a very Karen-esque post. Someone that's complaining that they have to help their kid get online is very similar to someone complaining that they have to do self-checkout. You didn't put the store up and stock the shelves and shit. You didn't write the curriculum, but you're going to complain anyway as if you're suddenly homeschooling, which is a lot different than helping your kid log into Google Meet. Let's put it in context. Also, the workday. Now, granted, maybe this is somebody that is, was a student aide or something like that in CPS for remote learning, which admittedly is a lot easier job than teaching during remote learning. I'm not shitting on the aides, but there's not much that they can do, to be honest. They attend the classes and just kind of run errands at my school. And again, I'm not shitting on that. Like, what else, what can you really do outside of going on a breakout room and saying, do you need help right now? And then you are met with complete silence. Because <laughs> again, that's what it was like. I'm dreading going back to remote, not for the commute. I'm dreading it for the lack of engagement. Also, this is the worst time ever. As I mentioned, we're in the service learning unit. This is the worst time to have a drop-off. It's a graduation requirement. 
I think it's interesting though because this is coming up and it's all about laziness and I'm sure, you know, people are coming to the aid of teachers for once in the comment section saying like, oh yeah, clearly we made this up and, you know, we made the pandemic and all that stuff and go fuck yourself. Um, everyone at my school has COVID though. I got like four coworkers that have COVID now. I got like 18 students that have like a positive test and like 35 that were exposed and are quarantining and winter break came at a good time, I guess. But that means I was exposed, hence why I've been getting tested every day. I've been exposed like 17 different ways and somehow still coming back negative. So you tell me who's harder at work, teachers or my immune system, motherfucker. <laughs> who's to say? So I don't know if we're going to be shut down or go remote, probably remote. The kids don't have devices, but I'm sure January will be a very interesting month. And I'm sure I can complain on it on podcasts that I have. Which is becoming less and less of a unique thing because everybody has a podcast. And it's, you, it never fails where someone is talking to you about anything. And they go, you should put this on your podcast. Like, no. Believe it or not, not every conversation or thought needs to make it onto the podcast. So, hey, if you want to get some bonus content for the podcast and hear the stuff that I can't say on the main feed, you can go to patreon.com slash classroombrew for those exclusive bonus episodes, those video episodes as well. So you can see the visual stuff that we do with the green screen and all that good stuff. And also, you can get that podcast merch. So we got koozers, koozers. We have koozies and coasters. Uh, we have shot glasses. And now we have some t-shirts. You can check those out. You can reach out at Classroom Brew on social media, just the at symbol, like, you know what I mean? And uh, classroombrew at gmail.com. But hey, happy holidays to you guys, whatever you celebrate. I'm not going to just single out one because, you know, it could be Ramadan. It could be Kwanzaa. It could be Christmas. It could be, uh, it could be Hanukkah. It could be whatever. New Year's Eve and New Year's. Chinese New Year, who knows, whatever it is. But unlike my school that's saying Christmas Spirit Week, I'm going to say Holiday Spirit Week. But hey, happy holidays to you. Thanks so much for listening. And until next week, class dismissed. Sorry for my teacher.
teacher who taught me French You were really cool, but that was years ago This dude beat cancer Getting real strong He posted on the gram He's a real bad ass James Biner James Biner That's fucking right James Biner Sandy Montoya from California Lazy Teacher Podcast That's a bad look Definitely not lazy Big time podcast fan Melinda Bradley Melinda Bradley She's from Florida Or PPE For her staff photo That's Melinda Melinda Bradley Melinda Bradley Classroom crew Check it out on Patreon.com